talking today. I have Miss Jerusalem with me. I usually point, but I don't know which direction you're actually in on the Zoom video, so off to you. I, know, whatever. <laughs> I might probably be on your, yeah, I don't know. To the left, to the right. Probably we don't really know, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> so we met. I can see you and your little hand movements, and I'm just I have so many. All this. <laughs> We met on AfterBuzz, and what a meeting it is because, like, you are always so wise. Like, you always have, like, some type of amazing advice to give me, always gassing me up, making me feel absolutely amazing. She called me little baby twerk. Yes. Because I don't know why no one has called you that before. <laughs> from when I met you, um... I'm just going to be honest. I have never met a white girl as lit and naturally turned up as you. Like you are me in your body. And it's like, you're always twerking mm -hmm. or adjusting your boobs <laughs> or telling us a story about a drunk night at the bar. And I'm just here for everything. And I'm just like, yo, everybody needs a Katie in their life. And then your name on Instagram is Lil Baby Kate. And I'm like, this is Lil Baby Twerk. <laughs> and, and you can just, you know, like, I could tell some days you might, your energy might be down, but I would be like, Katie, throw that thing. And she'll just, she'll just throw it. <laughs> just like five, six, seven, eight, and twerk, 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 twerk. You know, you just gotta, you gotta give it. You gotta throw it back. So I'm so happy that you're in my life because you are such a, a big ball of positive energy when I need My it. gosh. See, this is what I mean. She's just an amazing, wonderful person. But the main reason why is that I have you on here today is because you always know what to say about dating advice. And I feel like I need advice. And I mean, I feel like I already know what I'm supposed to do you know but there's there's what i want to do right and what i should do right um and i usually do what i want to do so right. um and like let's let's be clear like that that crazy biatchness that we all have mm -hmm. it it really plays a part it doesn't matter how mature you think you are or it's grown. true it's true you know, something about when you're you know embarking on a new relationship with someone all of your sense can go out the window because you are just the love can have you on a whole other level where you're acting like a crazy ass bitch. Yes, absolutely. I wore my heart of the ocean Titanic necklace because my heart will go on no matter what. Because <laughs> I'm that, that bitch. Yes, that is the Titanic. Oh my God, that's it, girl. It's really just to get everybody to look at my boobs more. Lena Del Rey and. <laughs> over the boat <laughs> now okay i have to move my mic back because i'm way too loud and it's way too close bye girl um so in have you seen titanic yes sure. okay everyone says she uh, they didn't try hard enough when she got on the door watch it again yeah he tries to get on it the door sinks so he selflessly my sweetie, sweetie Leonardo DiCaprio 
It's like, you know what? I'm a freeze and die for you, bitch. Yes. And he does that. And everyone's like, they didn't try hard enough. And but you know, I get it for the movie. Cause come on, all that you could have you found a door, you could have found the top of a fucking table, something, and y'all put them shits together and y'all got a whole little boat. And that's what we wanted to see. And we didn't get to see that. And it stuck with us till then, 25 plus years later, we're still pissed that old boat. <laughs> we were so here for them. My other issue is this poor man searched his whole life for this necklace. <laughs> and then she's going to throw it in the ocean? That like, seems like maybe just give it to him. You went on his ship. Why'd you do it? Like put it in a museum in the honor of Jack. That's how you know that whole part of the movie was just fabricated because ain't no damn way. Ain't no way she threw that. She went through all of that. That was some good D though. We know that. We know that. <laughs> we, do, we do know that. And he was good at drawing her nude. So. Hold on. Let me go on my mute because my damn. Okay. There we go. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Which, speaking of Titanic, this guy that I'm currently seeing, I was laying on my side naked. And I mean, right now, I'm not, like, feeling my best, like, you know, in the stomach department or, you know, just like the quarantine 15 or 50, really. I don't even know what it is at this point anymore. Um, but I was, like, laying there naked and I was, like, trying to, like, suck and I look good and whatever. And he was, like... Rose from Titanic wishes she looked like you. I was like, Oh, he told you that? Yes. I was no, like, Oh right? my god. I was like, Do you know I love Titanic? And I right? whipped out my necklace. I was like, Look, I love it so much. Next scene was like your panties just being thrown in his face. Like, take them, take them. Damn like, it. so he is so sweet. So here's here's the whole gist. So we start dating. We go on one date before quarantine and it was great so it was like raining that night and it was right before lockdown happened like right when the grocery stores were everything was like starting to go away and everybody was buying out the pasta and all that crazy shit right. so my move for some reason is to always take these guys to a park like after we go get drinks i'm like let's go swing on the swings i don't know why but it's what i do yeah. So we go to the park and it's like raining. So then we have our first kiss in the rain and it oh. is just so like, it's, it's magic. Right. Oh, yeah. And then we walk back and we're kissing and then he's like, I'll text you. And then like I walk inside and we text and we don't stop texting, but then lockdown happens and we're like, Lord help. So we hold off for as long as possible. And then we decide, all right, well, fuck it. Maybe we won't die. So we start seeing each other and it's great. And it's takeout and it's in bed all the time and it's video games and it's getting to know each other. And you're so great. You're so cute. Sending you everything I'm eating, sending you everything that I'm doing like this and that and cuddles and just like the, the whole thing. Right. And it's like that for like a good, like while, like two ish, two and a half months. So be like maybe two weeks in, I'm like, so like, what are you looking for? What's right. the sitch? Like, is this just sex to you? And he's like, oh my God, no, you mean so much more to me than sex. So I'm like, 
great. This is great. Like the, I'm going to get myself a boyfriend out of, or out of quarantine. Okay, I'm going to get a whole ass man. Like I'm a, this is great. This is incredible. So I was like, are you after quarantine? This is when we thought that quarantine was maybe going to last like, I don't know, a month or like a month and a half, not four months. So I was like, after quarantine, are you planning on like getting back on Bumble? Cause I met him on Bumble. I was like, are you planning on like talking to other girls or like, and he's like, no, I don't think I plan on doing that. I was like, okay, okay, great, 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 great. So in my head, I'm like, we're in this like, not exclusive, but like we're only seeing each other type thing. So I'm like, he really likes me. So then some more time goes along and he like all of a sudden we're kind of like fighting a lot and he's kind of being like agitated for no reason and just I'm like what and like he had to keep apologizing for like making me feel bad and cry because like I'll cry at the drop of like a noodle like one time I dropped my chicken nuggets all over the floor and I cried I was sad about those chicken nuggets like it's I cry at anything I cried at, like, my damn Mario game the other day. Like, it, you know, I, I don't know what's happening. So it's not like he's really mean. I do cry at absolutely nothing. But he was like, if I'm going to keep making you cry, and if I'm just making you feel bad all the time, like, maybe we should stop hanging out. Oh, no. So we took a little bit of, like, a hiatus, and then we came back, and it was great. But then it started again, yeah. and we got into, like, this big fight. And he was just like, I think I need space. I'm like, the fuck you need space from? Because it's like, they, they make you think that, like, they're really going to commit and they're really going to fucking, like, do it. And listen, I know I'm not a walk in the park. I am a little complicated. I get it. But just a little. that head game is strong. So, like, okay, you, you kind of got to got to weigh your options here. Um, yeah, make no, jokes. I'll tell you that right there. Um, you know what my man always says? Hmm. He says it's like, the crazy girls have the best money. And it's like, you got to like, which is usually why the guys end up with the crazy girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, because it's really, it's really hard for girls like us to be boring. You know, mm -hmm. and you know, so you got to take the good with the bad. It, it, yes. Sometimes this all this energy. Yeah. I'm gonna pounce on your ass like a prostitute, getting a quick eighty dollars downtown. But then at the same time, yeah. Sometimes where all this energy is gonna be harnessed in into a way where you either should stay away from me, mm -hmm. ask me what's wrong, and then walk away. Are like some kind of way just be like really extra sensitive and caring to me until I give you the heads up that I'm fine. Yeah. It's some, this moodiness that we go through and at the same time, they're guys, so they don't really get it. And they're not, they, they are moody. They are moody, but at the same time, they don't handle it the same way. Mm -hmm. so what I've learned with, with, with Mark is, um, giving him his space. And even now, like when we're, we're in this quarantine and we live in a studio apartment and it's like, we just don't really even have a lot of space to give yeah. each other space. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still just like, literally like I might not even talk to you yeah, for a, for a couple of hours 
while we're here in this house because I just got to kind of be in my own mental. Right. And with you, it's it's a little more complicated because you guys are going through the beginning stages of a relationship during a freaking, this is some weird ass times we're living in. This is bizarre. You know, but at the same time, it's like you, you have to give him, whatever person you're getting to know, you have to give them the space to still interact with other people so that they can be dead set. Like, no, like Katie's the one, you yeah. know, like this girl, like her head wasn't even that great. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's seriously like they got to kind of go through the motions and yeah. the only way they're going to be able to go through the motions is if you give them that freedom to do so. But I, I always feel like in the early stages, you guys, you hate to admit it. Cause let me tell you, I've been with my man 13 years. We took, we really took our time. But I can tell you, I swear, I knew it the moment I laid eyes on him. I knew it the first kind of, the first, because we, we were talking on the phone first. You know, see, we mm-hmm. we've been so long, so we, we met through the early stages of Bumble, MySpace. Yeah. yeah. And from there, we were just sending, like, messages. Then we, we connected. We were doing the same thing as you guys, texting. So then when we finally met in person... Oh my gosh, you know the movie, uh, what's it, uh, Transylvania, whatever, where he's like the zing with the yes. Dracula? The zing. Yes. That zing, I felt it because I'm not even a shy girl. Yeah. I'm not nervous. I don't get nervous around people. But like we had already, and we had already been talking for a week. But when I first laid eyes on him physically in person, I was sweating. I started yeah. like shaking. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like he's a, he's a regular human. And I kind of knew from the first moments of us talking, I, I knew, like, I could really fall in love with you. Yeah. You know. You know, you, you kind of know. And I, so what I'll say on his part, he does know. But it's now just going to be a matter of this test. So to me, as a, as a woman, um, I've kind of known these things early on. Or not really, I just kind of figured them out early on. And I would just kind of test the waters because I knew the guy was mine. I knew that if you, because you could know if like, even if you guys get into a crazy argument or whatever, you're kind of going through an awkward space. So you just stop speaking. But then when you hit him up and he responds, it's like, if you responded to me, it says you want to, you don't have to respond to me. Right. Putting in that time and effort to building whatever it is you guys have. I just feel like. That's the thing. It's like, cause this, that's only half the story. Oh shit, you fucked up some more. What'd you do? What'd you do? It wasn't me. So I he he started pulling back like a lot. And I was just like, I don't understand what's going on. And I asked him, I was like, are you like what's going on? And he's like, I just I think I I really need like space. I need to figure out a new normal. But then he said shit like, you know, if if it's okay with me if we just like become friends. I'm like, mm. Mm-mm. I didn't swipe on Bumble to like make new friends. Thanks. I'm all set. Um, but then he, so much shit has happened with him. It's just like, I it, also, he only has like friends that are girls really. And like, that's fine, but they're all really hot. <laughs> like get like you do you boo. But then like, there's also, so I have had, awful things happen. Not awful, but like guys cheat on me and like blah, 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 blah. So I have major trust issues. I'm also like a little insecure because of stuff that's happened as well. And so we get to our final, like our boss battle of, of, uh, our, our 
we, we broke up for like 30, maybe two and a half minutes. Um, he's borrowing my printer because he's doing some bullshit and he needs a printer. So he's been borrowing my printer and we had this like long convo at, cause he, we had, he had a conversation with me telling me he needs space. He needs a new normal, blah, 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 blah. I gave him a space. I did whatever, but then a bitch got pissed because what about what I want? I was like, I, I didn't even say everything that I want. What about what I want? So I got really high and uh, we were together and we got really high. And then I decided to just tell him everything I felt at 3 a.m. Um, it was great. I was like, so about me, it never is. And I was like, everything you want is because like, it's because you want it. You need space. You need this. You need that. And I was like, I feel like I need a little bit more. I need you to respond to my texts. I need you to act like you did in the beginning. Like when I walk in the room now, you don't tell me I look good. You don't kiss me. You don't like, there's like all these things. And it's like, if you want to be with me, like be the same person that like I was starting to really, really fall for. And then all of a sudden it was like, I need to build my walls up because he's starting to like really, really back up. And during this conversation, he was like, I just don't know that I can give you more. And I was like, okay, well then I'm gonna pack my stuff and go. Cause like, I cannot, I can't do this. And so like, I start packing my stuff and then I start getting sad and I start crying, but I'm like, girl, just keep packing your stuff. Like, let's go. And then he was like, you should just like, it's like really early, like in the morning, you should just like stay. And like, we should talk about it in the morning. And I was like, I don't want to break up again in the morning. That's just sad. I don't want to go to sleep sad and then do this again in the morning. Like, that's not fun. And then he went and he unplugged the printer and it made me so sad. So I was like, I got to do this thing where we break up and I forget that you existed and like water makes me think of you or somewhere I'll drive by something and it'll make me think of you. I'm like, I hate this breakup shit. I don't want to do it. So I sit on the bed and I'm crying. Then he comes back and he's crying. And I'm like, he cares. I was like, I didn't know he cared this much. He was crying and he's like, I do really care about you. Quarantine is just weird. I feel like us dating this entire time hasn't counted. Rude. What? <laughs> really rude. Like, I get it, but rude. Stings. Yeah, I know, Stings. I know. He's like, it feels like we're on a dating show. I don't know who I am anymore. Before quarantine, I wanted a relationship. I still want a relationship. I don't want to stop dating you. So then we plugged the printer back in and we went to sleep. sign <laughs> of whatever state you guys are in. But then. So everything's fine, right? We have great sex. I go home. Best sex I've had in a really long time, right? Like, it's incredible. Like, like the best sexes are the breakup, back together-ish sexes, and then, like, argument, drunk sex. Yeah, I'm available for all of it. Yes, especially with him. So then I get home, and I had made a vow to myself to stop looking at his Twitter likes. Because I am that crazy bitch that stalks everything. I'll end up on your mom's friend's page looking at her tagged photos. And I'm like, oh, well, it's 4 a.m. I should probably put my magnifying glass away and call it a night since I know his ex-girlfriend's middle name. Um, and I was, I, I got on Twitter when I got home and I just saw this girl that I have had my eye on since, of course, the beginning of us talking because her name shows up everywhere. She comments, she likes, she'll retweet his selfies. 
Like, re-freaking tweet them. I'm like, who does that? And thirsty girl. A thirsty girl does it, right? And I've asked him before who she was, and he was like, I don't know. She's just some girl that follows me. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, that you follow and like all of her sexy selfies? Okay, 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 okay. And then on Twitter, when I get back from this, like, breakup, whatever the heck, printer fight, unplug and plug back in, we'll call it, she says, at blank, is just the sweetest person alive. He makes me feel so good. What? Excuse me? Couldn't swallow that one. So I texted him immediately in rage text mode. And Katie from Vanderpump Rules mode, I was like, you know, what makes me feel really insecure? So I go on Twitter and I see stuff like, and he responds with, LOL. She's just an Instagram friend that was having a bad day that needed some words of uplifting. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Just an Instagram friend. Fine, 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 fine. How did you know she was having a bad day? What kind of convos do y'all have? Like, what kind is, are there boob pics involved? Like, what? And then my sister's like, you have to chill. You're not even his girlfriend. And I'm like, I know. I need therapy. (laughs) But I go to therapy. (laughs) But I go to therapy. But it's just like, in, in that, I didn't even look at his likes. You know how Twitter will just like show you stuff that you like and comment on? Because he commented a bunch of hearts on it. Which then makes me think that the hearts that he comments on my stuff, like how special is any of it if everybody's getting hearts? You know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't say that because I don't think everyone's getting the kind of heart he's given you. <laughs> right. So, right. Um. But, okay, is this already his, was this his behavior prior to you guys, you know? Like, was he very friendly on social media to... Yes, yes. But then, like, when she's commenting stuff like, you really out here being that cute. And then he responds with, like, a bunch of hard eye emojis and, like, and hearts. And I'm just like, fucking what? And is that, like, kind of part of his brand, like... A little, but, like, there's just so many girls. I know. I know. But, girl, you got to let him. Why? And, and I know, and, and this is where, this is where I'm very different from the average female. Okay. Okay. Because this is where people will call me a whore. Mm. I'm just going to talk about it now. Because I know my wholeness has gotten deleted. And... You know, I'm a whole fiance now and I have not done anything horrified in over a decade. Horrified. So I can talk about this. And this is where a lot of who I am and the advice that I give women and you hear me, you know, remember one time we were in the text chat with Jane and I was mm-hmm. like, make, that, make him chase, you know, like, okay. So I'm not good at that. I'm very available and very like, you should love me. I know. And I think I, I have the wrong approach. Because that's what we were brought up being told, but mm-hmm. I wasn't. So I grew up with a mother that was now, by this time when I start liking boys, I'm like 10, 11, like start telling her that I'm liking boys, I'm 10, 11. So she's in her third marriage. Mm-hmm. Her first two marriages were a whole hot mess. And you know, like, you know how women were a lot more timid back in the day. So 
so by now she um i'm her fourth of her six children Mm -hmm. So I have two older sisters that they also like, I come from a series of teen moms. So they had all like gotten pregnant and, you know, went down that road. So with me, she talked to me very differently, straight up. So the first time I told her I had a crush on the boy, she's like, Jonathan, men ain't shit. And then you can't trust them. Cause she was still at that time. She was still just a, a very scorned from my father, but married to my stepfather. Right. But, you know, so now as I'm getting older now, I'm like 14, 15. Now I'm in like my first serious relationship. My first, mm -hmm. the first time a boy like told me the L word and I'm like in love or we're dating or whatever. We went out for two years. So I remember I cheated on him. You know, like he, um, granted, I grew up being very insecure. I had these thick Coke bottle ass glasses, but with my personality and I'm not ugly. I just had some ugly ass glasses. Boys could still see the beauty in me, right? So I would still bag some joints, you feel me? But at the same time, my own insecurity within me would mm -hmm. always be like, oh my gosh, like, does he really want to be with me? He could be with like a girl who's prettier, right? So now I'm dating a guy who's mad cute, right? A lot of girls like him or whatever, he's cute. And he would start acting up. And so because he's acting up and I'm already in my insecure mind thinking that he's probably cheating on me with another girl in my now teenage mind i'm thinking like well i'm gonna go cheat on him right mm -hmm. so this was my kind of mantra i had with me for years and what it resulted in so now even in that relationship i cheated and and like i can't say for sure like he didn't like really cheat on me he like messed around with girls but he didn't like go all the way the way i went all the way yeah and i told him about it he forgave me for it he was really upset at the time but he ended up coming back to my house and telling me that he loved me. And I kind of started being like, whoa, like that's really weird. You know, like I wouldn't expect a guy to forgive you, especially like a really cute guy that could go get with another girl. He forgave me and we're still together. Mm -hmm. And so from there, when I told my mother this story, remember at the time I'm like 15 years old, my mother told me, Jocelyn, don't ever tell a guy if you cheat on him because he'll never let you live it down. And, um, Men are going to cheat anyway, so you might as well cheat first. Like, so I grew up being told, you know, now granted, I don't think my mom has the same opinions anymore, mm -hmm. but you have to think about it. She had, you know, everything for her life started really fast and men were a lot different back in the day. So her view of relationships was completely fucked. And now she's now talking to her youngest daughter who she doesn't want to get she doesn't want her to get pregnant and drop out of high school like her other two daughters. And she sees that I'm in a serious relationship. So she's trying to pretty much tell me like not to take this too serious. Cause she just, you know, she doesn't want me to settle down and shit. Yeah. Now that stuck with me. I ended up breaking up with my first serious boyfriend. Cause you know, he just started getting too immature. Then I moved on with the other dude. And so I was dating around. And from there, I kind of got into my motion of like, you know, it's really hard for you to put your eggs in one basket with a guy until he makes you feel like you are his one and only. Right. And the only way you can get to that point is you gotta play the game. Now, no, you don't technically have to go out and sleep with other people, but you wanna let the man know that he is not the only one on your radar. The same yeah. way he's letting you know you're not the only one on his radar. And in my case, it has worked 
It has worked. And I mean, this, I could the one relationship I had like in high school, towards the end of high school with my ex, he was Colombian. He played the F out of me. And I used to try to get him back and he just didn't care, you know? And so eventually like we ended up really breaking up and, and it led to me be, uh, meeting the guy I'm engaged to now. And I can say once I had finally moved on, that's when it's like he kind of noticed like, you know, but what I can always say is like, men are like dogs and don't dogs like chase. They like the game chase. They like the game of fetch. Like I swear for God, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, when you make a man feel like he has to work to get it, even after he already got it, like y'all could have already slept together tons of times, booed up. You might've already even dropped the L word. Cause I did. I had my man, I told him I loved him first. I can remember because he didn't say it back. Mm. And so with me going on and just kind of going through my own emotions of being insecure because you're not making me feel secure in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I say, this is my life. And if I know I want, cause you don't need the attention. You want the attention. If I know that I want attention right now and you're not giving it to me in the way that I want it, why am I wrong for going to go get that from someone else? Because I'm a woman because Oh, you're making me feel like this is going somewhere. So now I got to fucking drop everything and just be up on your ass. No, yeah. like I'm going to go hang out with another dude. And if it results in me fucking him, well, it happened. And if you're man enough, you could admit that you allowed that to happen. And honestly, I swear I've been with good men who have like, even my little teenage boyfriend, when I had cheated on him and I told him about it, he said like, yo, I know that I put it out there for you to be able to go do that because I wasn't on my shit. Yeah. And any real man, there a lot of men aren't gonna be that forgiving, but whatever, you ain't the man for me. All I know is that if we're in the beginning stages of getting to know each other, we're gonna go through the fucking motions. And during these motions, if something that I need or want and you're not giving it to me, I it's okay for me to go get that from someone else because it's my life. We have not yeah. made the decision right now to share our lives together. So yeah. that means that I can go do what the fuck I want to do. And so that's why I have always believed in having a couple of eggs in your basket, have a couple of dudes on rotation. I used to have one dude, I never slept with him a day in my life. You know, I, he would just roll my weed and we would just hang out and he was my weed roller. I had another one, you know, I technically, you know, it, it could be considered a sex, but whatever. He liked to please me. I never did anything. And so there's nothing wrong with me getting the attention from these yeah. dudes they're, they're fine. They're giving it to me. I'm comfortable with it. And I am technically dating someone, but we're going through these motions to yeah. where like, you're not making me feel like I'm your one and only. So, hey. Well, the sad part, the reason why it's just, it's like, I know that I feel like he's just not that into me anymore. And like, I know that. And like, I should just like, not anymore because he even said during the last like breakup or whatever we had, like, if you want to talk to other people, like I understand somebody who's saying like, you can talk to other people. We could just be friends. I need space. You're intense. Yeah. Like, what about these things? Do I think like, this is great. Yeah, I know. I, I, that was, that was my Colombian Bay for three years and he was very, up front like telling me like I don't want to be with you like that and in my mind I'm still like clinging on because then sometimes we would chill and it would just be so nice right sometimes he would act like he wanted to be in a relationship with me so mm -hmm. it's like, like all this mixed messaging yeah it, it just resulted in nothing I mean I, I still um 
take what I learned from that relationship. So I'm not mad that I dealt with him for so long. Yeah. But at the same time, I I can say like, have you given him given him the opportunity to see you move on? No, I mean, I like will do my own thing and like not really talk to him for a while. Yeah, like totally do that. Like I'm talking about girl, like you can always know when a girl's on a date with somebody if she if it's like the picture of her, you know, like what your your set your side of the table, and then it's like, well, who took that picture? You know, yeah. Like, well, the other thing too that's hard is it's it's COVID, and I'm one of the people that's terrified to leave my house. Like you've gone places and stuff, but I'm like, mm. <laughs> and girl, yeah, and that was funny too because we had gotten into an argument the night before. And, um, you know, he really pissed me off because, you know, I, I know I'm a bitch. So after the argument said and done, I'll replay it back in my head. Like, OK, you know, I, if I wouldn't have did this, it wouldn't have resulted in that. But when I played it back in my head, he 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 pissed me off. Like, yeah, then, like just the kind of way he went about it. I didn't like that. And then at the same time, I'm already stir crazy from being in the house too much. Yeah. He works in production. So he's gone back to work. He's at work right now. Yeah. Um, whereas with me, I'm home every yeah. single day. Mm -hmm. um, I just was already feeling pissed off. Then he, well, I was feeling stir crazy. Then the way he talked to, talked to me made me mad. So when I woke up in the morning, I made the executive decision that I was going to book myself into a hotel mm -hmm. and just go away for two days. And that's what I did. And I told him and he's like, feeling all like, what? Like, you know, I, I wasn't talking to you like that. I didn't mean it like that or whatever. But then I was inviting him. I ended up inviting him with me to Laguna Beach. But ultimately, I, I've still made that decision for myself. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've always lived my life. And I know it can come off as selfish, especially when you're in a relationship with someone or mm -hmm. building with someone. But it's like, you have to put yourself first point where it's like, you genuinely like you care about them and their feelings, but you still don't care in a sense because it's like yours has to come first. Yeah. Um, and I know, and so now in regards to like just being scared to get out right now, I can understand that. I can completely understand that. I do, do watch a lot of news and information. Um, I'm not like a conspiracy theorist, but I do know that there is stuff that's just kind of being hyped up and it's it is good i guess to kind of keep people not going out here and being crazy but i'm not saying that it's not that bad what i'm saying is that you can go out and you can still do things that you're allowed to do if the yeah. beach is open you can go to the beach just don't be at the beach all with a whole bunch of people that you don't right go with. right um when i was calling the hotels to check which hotel i wanted to go to i'm asking them Hey, are you sanitizing your rooms? Which all of them are doing that. Then we yeah. do your own cleaning stuff, wipe everything down. Yeah, true. Um, really, only thing I'm doing right now is just like what I feel comfortable doing. I'm not lying. I did risk it all a couple of weeks in Arizona at a water park. Oh, and that wasn't even like on purpose. We we were trying to just go to an Airbnb and the Airbnb turned into a disaster. And so we were just like, okay, well, what else can we do? And the uh, a girl we were with knew about this water resort. And it was still open because Middle America gives zero fucks right now. And so we were just like, yo, we're going to just go. We're going to just go and we're going to pray to God that we are okay. And we were okay. And then, yeah. then after that, I keep hearing things like, oh, actually the sun, it, like it's very unlikely that it lives in the sun. Like the sun kills it. 
then they're saying the rates among, ch among children are really low. So when we think about we were at a water park, it was like a lot of kids. We were all in the yeah. same. I, I can only keep, as I keep swerving this COVID, I can only keep thinking of like, okay, well, how was I able to not get it? But I, I don't know if that will be the case. I just know that I have to live some kind of life right now. Right. Because I, we don't know. We don't know shit. You don't even know if you're going to live or die. Right. I mean, I've had one of my friends is in real estate and she got it. And like they all had their masks and then the whole team got it. Like all seven of them got it. So that was rough. And then I had another friend I had got, I mean, they're all fine. They were like sick for like seven days and it was rough, but like, they're all fine now. It's yeah, you're like hearing that initial fear of like, and cause I have asthma. So like, I don't know if it's going to like really yeah, take right. me. Like, I don't know if it's going to affect me horribly compared to someone right. else. So it's like, you yeah. can't, I have my, my young, my, one of my younger brothers has asthma and I wouldn't want him really like going out too much. Cause it's like, I get worried for him, but at the same time, it's, we can't put so much responsibility on ourselves when our own government isn't giving us the information that we need. And so what's going to start happening is people are going to go outside. It's, it's just, it, it's the summer. People are going to go outside. So right. only thing I could suggest is to do what I did. Make sure, just try to be as safe as possible. Yeah. Sanitize um, your hands, wash your park. hands. I did that damn water park. I will never do that again until it's like back to being okay to go to water park. Yes. It all, but I'm not going to do any of like, <laughs> like the water park thing, the parties I've been like avoiding. Yeah. Like, just to go, if you want to just put yourself in a little, uh, uh, beach or even like, so what I've been calling to some Airbnbs that are on resorts, like condo resorts and they mm -hmm. have a pool. So I'm asking like, well, what are your social distancing rules? It's like, you would need to wear a mask when you're not in the pool. And then if you are in the pool, um, you can only be with who you're with. So it's like, yeah, social measures, but you really, you really don't know. It's yeah. Like, I feel like I could get it from just going to the grocery store. That's the thing. Like I could touch a salad pack and I could get it and, or I could, it's just, you gotta stay as safe as possible. And I uh, just wear a mask people, please. It's That's not. It's like at least worst case, it doesn't do anything. Best case, it saves somebody. Like just where it's not. I was at Ralph's and there was some guy yelling about how he was no sheep, and I'm like, sir, back away from me, please. I when I was in Arizona, it got a little just like a little weird. And when we were in at one point, when we were in the pool, and then we were in the hot tub section and it was like a more adult section and they were you know older americans from middle america and they started saying things like i don't believe in no damn covid i told my wife i don't wash my food i eat it so and trump supporters probably my man looked at me he was like dropping we're getting out of here Drop we gotta go <laughs> time to leave the pool but yeah, man, like that's out there. But I, I swear when I'm like, like even when I was just on Laguna Beach, when I'm like at the beach, I'm just in my own little space. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to give off too much of an inviting vibe for anyone to come. Right, and talk, right. Even though someone did come because we were drunk and, and, and Mark was like, Justin, stop talking because I just get so talkative and I'll just right. He's like, just stop talking. Stop before you bring people over here. But I, I you know, it's really, it's really unfortunate because it's, it's, it's fucked because it's, it's the summer. You want to yeah. go out. 
to have a good time. But for you, I would say for you to just try to consider something that's very safe that you feel comfortable with just to get out the house. Yeah. And um, you never know. There's a lot of hot guys over there. I was like, oh, these are some cute guys over here. In this that's the thing too. It's like normally I would be fine to like go out on dates and do this and do that. But it's like, I don't know where these guys have been or if they've traveled or what have you. I'm like, I'm just going to wait for a while and see what yeah, happens. No, this, this is like the most suckiest time of ever. But um, what advice would you give me? on my quarantine dating situation like what's the what do you do you think i should just leave it alone i mean i know i need to chill <laughs> yeah definitely just like chill like don't hit them up um and i would say like talk to other people but see that's the shit that pisses me off like god forbid that i like you so much that I only want to talk to you and only want to have sex with you. The audacity of me. And to think that you'd be interested in that after telling me that you'd want that for three months. What? I just, I don't know. And I keep trying to make sense of it in my head and I keep talking to all my friends about it and they all are saying the same thing. More eggs in the basket, care less. I know and I, 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 I'm not jealous of your feelings. I just, I know I've, I've never really felt fully that way. Like I've always enjoyed getting to know people so much. So like I used to be afraid. I was afraid of getting into a serious relationship. I was afraid of being with somebody for one person forever. Cause I mm -hmm. thought I would get bored with his dick. Yeah. You know, like I like, I like dick. I like, I like men. I yeah. like um, being flirtatious. I like, you know, so if I get into the point where I'm getting to now know one person, I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. But if there's an inkling that I can get on out there, I'm getting on out there because that is so fun to me. It's really fun hooking up. And I know it's a whole thing. I'm a hoe, whatever. No, because I've, I've but, done it all. Like I've had the five-year relationships. I've, I've done the, because it was like, I was in such serious relationships. So then I really just like let my hair down, did whatever I wanted, really got to know myself, which was great. But then I entered this phase of like, you will respect me before you enter me. Love me. Um, and so that's kind of where I am now. But like I had like one of my friends, like she's just getting back into like the dating game after like not doing it for a while. And she's like, I just want to like date around and see. And I'm like, I'm jealous of that, but I don't have that feeling. Cause like, I don't want to just date around. I don't want to go on all these dates cause it sucks. And like, they all feel like interviews. I don't want to sit there and ask you what your favorite fucking color is. Right now it's like, you really just, you were like, I have a cute guy. We have awesome sex. I'm fine. Right. No, guys have to just make it so complicated. I That's, yeah. And I mean, maybe I'm asking too much, but I feel like I'm not asking no. that much. Just like no. text me back and cuddle I me. I honestly think the location here is trash in regards to dating. I, do, I have not really heard any good things. Unless, yeah. like, unless you like, okay, I've heard good things. If the guy like literally is not Maybe he's like, not not so much that he works in the industry, because I, I, I have friends that, you know, like are getting married to guys that work in entertainment, but like they do like accounting. Or, mm. you know, like they're not the talent or yeah. whatever or the exact. Well, he's a musician, so. 
Yeah, I just feel like it's so hard dating these guys that are really out here in this industry and trying to portray an image. Yeah. It really just freaking sucks. And I don't know, I don't know why, like. And I'm very, like, uh, Grey's Anatomy, like, pick me, choose me, love me. Like, I just want it to be, like, kind of like what you said, like, you saw your fiance now from across the room and you were like, that's it. Like, I want that guy to be like, it's her, her laugh, her face, her everything. I'm obsessed. I can't let her go. And yet I, and I had that once. And then there's always that in the back of my head. Like, did you really fuck up by like letting that go? Was that like the one that got away? Was that it? No, I mean, it, I mean, it definitely was there to t teach you something. Yeah. You know, it's done. It's done. But like, don't give up. And you're still so young. Like, aren't you like, you're not even 30 yet. I'm 27. Yes. I, mean, I, I feel old though. It's like, uh, you know, you're, it's like you're getting close to 30, but there's still like, cause it's like, I can remember having this conversation with so many of my friends mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, even at like that time. And it's like, now they're in a relationship and it's like, you know, I think for me, the thing is too, is that my brother and sister are both married and like settled down and it's it's great they they make dinner every night and they have their shows they have dogs and they love each other and they like the same stuff and like it's like ugh, what a concept i'd like me one of those what if like you consider a guy that's like you know he works in like real estate or that's fine. I, I don't care what they do. I just need to, one, be sexually attracted to you. Two, you treat me nice. And, like, we have, like, good conversation, good banter. Like, it's easy. Like, I don't want this, like, complicated, like, I need space. I don't know what I want. I really care about you. I don't know. Because there was New York boy, and we were going back and forth. So then I tried to move on from that to this. And this seems to be complicated, too. But it is it complicated because of quarantine? I think it's because of the quarantine, but also, like, I'm not really sure of the whole thing, but it's, like, you definitely, like, want to continue to maintain that space. Yeah. Like, my best friend, she, like, kind of made the mistake enough times with, like, past relationships with kind of just clinging on too early. Or I'm a clinger. And so now she's met someone, kind of mm -hmm. similar to you. They met... No, I think she like slid in her DMs or whatever. And so they've been dating, but like my best friend, she lives in DC, but you know, we're from New York. So the mm -hmm. girl lives in New York. So she'll go back to New York to see her, but she likes that she lives in DC. And so she, she spent like a week or two in New York, but then she was just like, she just came back to DC. She was like, just because. Yeah. She's like, because. She's like, I just don't want to do what I've done before mm -hmm. and then be like two up your ass. Like I want to maintain that level of space, that level of missing you yeah. and you missing me and you know, like, and it is important. Like it yeah. is. Important. It is. Um, how do you feel about like, do you have guy friends and do they want to have sex with you? Yeah. Do you believe in that type of friendship? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely cut cut down my friendships with guys that I know want to have sex with me, just because it's like even in as I've gotten older and mature, it's just like gotten annoying. So it's just like, Ugh. do you think that all guys that are friends with girls or all girls that are friends with guys necessarily want to have sex with them? No, absolutely not. Like you can honestly be good friends with an attractive person 
that you don't even want to go there with and you generally are just so happy for them and want to see them win and, and all of that. Um, and, you know, people just have different dynamics of friendships. Like, yeah. I'm friends with guys that we were this close to having sex but never never got to. And, like, now we're just really good friends and it's like we're not even worried about, like, that. Or, you know, people, like, it's just like I have one friend where I was like, I think you're ugly. And he's like, I think you're ugly, too. I don't know why guys like you. And, like, we're just really good friends. It's, like, not ever going to go there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it can happen. Like, it can happen. You can also have friends that, they want to, we get friends who want to be both of our friends, if you know what I mean. Like, oh, yeah. We get that quite often, so. Do you, do you partake in such friends? We have, and we've, we've done that, we've done that um, twice. Do you get jealous? Do you get worried that he would, like, leave you for her or him or what have you? I definitely took my time, because I'm not going to lie, he, when we first, first started Got dating he wanted a threesome and I just mm-hmm. was like not comfortable with that yeah and I just was like no you know and um at that time I definitely cheated on him and had a threesome anyway because that didn't mean I wasn't curious yeah I just didn't want to do it with you because I like you too much but like anyways yeah we got past that and um I did we didn't have a threesome until we were five years in I was okay comfortable in our relationship I felt I know he's like into me and the girls came to me and I brought the girls, which I Got feel it. is the best way to do a threesome. I think it should be the girl. Cause you know, typically, you know, unless the dude is going to allow it to be two guys, and you know, yeah. um, that usually doesn't happen. It's usually two girls and the guy, which is more pleasing to him. Mm-hmm. So I think that it should be the woman's choice. Yeah, I agree. Do you have any, like, really funny or embarrassing dating stories? Like, anything that's happened that's just been, like, oh, good Lord, I'm happy that that uh, is over and done? Oh, my gosh. I mean, Mark and I have gone through so much shit. Like, a lot, a lot. I mean, well, for one, we started dating when we were 19 and 20 years old. Mm -hmm. But we were kids. Yeah. And we've been together since then. You know, the longest we've ever really been like broken up, I would say from when I moved here to LA and then we did the long distance thing and then we ended up having to break up. So we broke up for a month. Mm-hmm. And that's the longest we've been broken up in 12 going on 13 years. Um, so we've had really crazy fights. Like I just remember like what I can say, cause it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of like a crazy story first, like a crazy Oh, I have a crazy dating story. All my, all my crazy dating stories are, like, super horrified. Like I said, like, I was, like, I wasn't, like, a ho-ho, but I was out there or whatever. And I, there was one time um, I hooked up with a guy, mm-hmm. and then that was it, you know? Like, and I was, I was okay with that. Like, back in the day, like, I, I was fine with, like, a one-and-done situation. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I couldn't even tell if a guy, like, it wasn't even like he would ghost me. I feel like we would just kind of ghost each other. And I was completely okay with that. And so there was, it happened with one guy. And so his, his name, he had a common name. His name was Elliot. And I only have to say that because of the story, because I knew another Elliot that I grew up with. Yeah. So whatever. So a year later, after I hooked up with this guy, 
uh, Elliot texts my phone, and I'm thinking it's the Elliot I grew up with. And I have, honestly, I have no idea why I thought it was that Elliot, because why would that Elliot even hit me up or whatever? So I'm thinking it's the Elliot from Queens, East Elmhurst, that hit me up, and it's to do a radio show okay. and to be a guest host on this radio show. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm totally down or whatever. So he comes to pick me up, and um, I, he takes me to the studio. We do the whole radio show talking everything so that now he's driving me back home and then i just looked at him and i was like he's like you just recognized who i am yeah i must not have been that memorable that was like the most ho-ish thing ever like i i'm like girl how it happens it happened. And, and we had some it was some raunchy sex we had too so the fact that i just dispersed his face from my memory. I can't even. I but, mean, yeah, I mean, the thing. Girl, I can say that at least what I, what, what I can say is like now or what everything that I've done, you know, my, my past experiences from dating and I was, you know, I was so young doing all these things. I was in my teens and in like early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I have enough memories to last me for the rest of my life as a married woman. <laughs> well, you were saying earlier that you were afraid in the beginning when you started dating that you were, you didn't want to commit because you were afraid of getting like sick of the same dick. Having had the same dick for a decade, do you still fear that you will get sick of said dick? No, my man has really good dick and, and he's really, he's really fun, but we have, we, we, We've had conversations in the earlier days of the hall pass. I see. And Do they need to be famous? Huh? Because sometimes people have a hall pass of like, if you see like Jennifer Aniston in a bar and she agrees. Yeah, like I know. Yeah, because I know his is Rihanna. So I've <laughs> always like, he's like, if I Who's get yours? But um, I, it's something that him and I, it's a conversation that him and I should revisit um, as we embark on this, you know, we're engaged now, we're preparing for our marriage and we yeah. weren't going to have the conversation because we're going to do, we were going to do like our own little podcast on, um, the entanglement, Will and Jada topic. Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to talk about it. I want it to be an authentic thing on camera. So be, because it's like, I'm, I, I have always told him this from the early stages, I, I will give you a hall pass. And he always looks at that as meaning I want a hall pass. And so I think like we just have to get to a common ground because yeah. I will say, yes, I, I can, I can say not right this moment. I feel like you have to always weed it off of where you guys really are in your relationship. But I can, I can say that I, I, I won't weed out giving him a hall pass in the future. Like when we're in our forties or fifties and yeah. he can do with it as he pleases and he has to let me do the same. But at the same time, it's like I'm saying that now at the age of 32, and you never know how things change. Like, You're 32? Yeah, girl. Well, I feel like everyone is, like, always, like, my age. And then, like, I hear that people are older, and I'm like, what? No! Yeah, I mean, well, we're all in that brink, you know? Like, yeah. We were still, like, eh, like, not really in school at the same time, but not far off. So uh, a lot of this generation, what are we, generation... We're millennials. Millennials. We're not, yeah, we're not even generation letter. Um, I think we, we still have just a lot of the same characteristics and personality traits because I can still tell someone that if, if I feel like 
like we just are there with each other mentally they're typically between the ages of like like i'll even give it like 35 36 mm-hmm. to 25 26 so it's yeah like a span of us yeah well like when i was like old by this age and i'm like what bitch i'm popping i'm still popping <laughs> there was like i mean before i turned 25 and i had people like over the age of 25 being like you don't understand like it's a whole thing it's like you re- you just turn into a whole new person and i'm like it's just age it doesn't even matter but like wow you turn into a completely different yeah. person and i feel like even you probably from 27 to 32 you probably grew so much like what would you even like say to your 27 year old self um, even then I still needed to give less fucks. Like yeah. even then I still cared way too much. What's the art of giving less fucks? You, it's the art of really loving yourself. Like you just have to like, the more like I like do, I, I'm a, I'm a prayer. I'm a meditator. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been really good at being in my own space. Mm-hmm. And I've known that from a child, like growing up, like my mom has six kids. So it was always like noisy in my house, but I could still kind of just go into my own corner and like read a book or look at like an NSYNC magazine. Like I was always just into my own shit. Yeah. So from that transitioning as an adult, um, you have to really get to know yourself. Like be your own zone. Like after this, I'm going to just probably go smoke some weed. Uh, I didn't work out earlier, so I'm just going to get on my little treadmill thing and watch Drag Race. And I'm so happy. Like, yeah. I'm completely happy with that. And so from there, it's like I, when I started to get more into that mode, I started realizing, like, I don't need anyone to make me happy. You uh, you can compliment in, in my life. And yes. Things, mm-hmm. But I don't need you to do that. And so from there, that's how you start giving less fucks. Then True. also... A big thing I was like, um, and you, as you get older, you start to realize like people are who they are. Yeah. And even though it, it makes common sense to you, it's not common sense to someone else, or even just the way you would react or want someone to react. That's just not someone else. And once I grasped that and just was okay with it, mm-hmm. I started giving less fucks because I used to generally like, you know, like fake ass bitches really piss me off. Because I don't understand. I genuinely don't understand how you could be a fake ass bitch, especially if we have a friendship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, just tell me, bitch. That's tell how me. I am. I, but for me, like learning, like, no, everybody just is not going to walk that. And, and you can't even, even though I'm going to call you a fake ass bitch, but I can't even necessarily categorize you as a fake ass bitch because you're just living your reality. Your truth, yeah. Your truth. And, yeah. and it took me time to realize that. Like, all these, I was just thinking about it earlier. Like, damn, there's like three girls that I would have wanted to be one of a bridesmaid of mine mm-hmm. that we just do not speak, bitch, block. You know? And it's yeah. like, damn, like, what happened? Like, how did we just fall out like that? And those kind of things used to really bother me. Like, people I thought were friends that aren't friends and, um, um, and, uh, and then people not liking me or appreciating me, like in my twenties, I used to just care so much about that. And it's just like, girl, the, the less fucks you give, the more you step into your own. And then the more that is for you is going to come to you. Yeah. 
you don't even have to run to it. You don't got it. Like even what we're talking about right now, you like, even though this guy, whatever, and it's like, when is this going to happen? It's like, you don't even know. Like it could be when you're like 34 years old and yeah. it's, you're going to be like, oh, between this time of up until you're 34, it's like, oh my gosh, like, why did I have to wait so long? But when it happens, it's worth it. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter that it took this long, so to say, because it's not what it's time, you know? It's yeah. like, it happened when it was supposed to happen, and you were completely prepared mentally, spiritually, physically there for it. Yeah. And the more I've just gotten into my own zen, that's how I, you know, it's just, it's yeah. continuing to work in my favor, favor and, I, and I need that more now, like, even with us being out here in LA. Yeah. A lot of fake ass bitches. It's a whole oh, lot yeah. of people who yeah. don't appreciate your light. So mm-hmm. you have to appreciate your own light, step into it. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. Yeah. I also feel like I'm so much crazier in quarantine too, though, because like I work at a meditation place. So uh, the amount of like how much I was like meditating every day and just like real, like right before quarantine started, I was like, I'm like feeling the best that I felt. I even told my therapist I only needed to talk to her every other week. Like that's where I was. And then quarantine started and just really like, I feel like it just turned me more into this like insecure, like like an older version of myself. Like I reverted to like a, a different, like a 20 something, like it, I Katie. Think, I'm not going to lie because it's like, I, I mean, and I've diagnosed with anything but I know like I just know my body and then I I can compare it to other people and I know that I'm like I have some form of anxiety or oh yeah and so now you know I'm old you know I'm 32 so it's like I can start to feel I know I know my triggers I can start to feel when I'm starting to feel a little out of whack and Mm -hmm. that's how I was feeling Mm -hmm. And, and when my man made me upset and so I just was like whoa I had to jump ship and so that's why Take I carry yourself and yeah and I know the things I need like I definitely I'm a nature girl like I need yeah. to be out I need to be by myself mm-hmm. I need, like I need to be able to listen to my music I yeah. need to dance girl I was on the beach by myself because the first day I was there I was completely by myself I was on the beach dancing drinking my wine yeah, um, you know, I'm in Laguna Beach, so it's not a lot of color. I was definitely like the only black woman there, and I'm just in my own zone, like not caring. Yeah, and I have to do that to keep from going fucking crazy or like stepping yeah. on somebody mm-hmm. and then threaten it later. You know, yeah. it's like you know what your body needs, and um, you have to, like I said, you got to put yourself first and you got to do what you need to do, especially during times like this. Like, even now, I'm like, okay, I went to Laguna Beach, so now. I'm back into my house. I'm back into my group. I'm back to being comfortable with being in the house and stuff. Yeah. But I know in another week or two, I'm going to want to go somewhere else. Or I'm going to yeah. at least need some kind of adventure mm-hmm. because I'm going to start to get bored being in the house. Or, yeah. Or, or, or again, not even just bored being in the house. It's like, you're if you're kind of in this routine every day, you're, you can start to just sit with your all your thoughts. Your yeah. thoughts your happy thoughts. And then if you got to, you go to sleep and then you wake up with like, not a real purpose, like, okay, mm-hmm. shit. And then now you're kind of just sitting with that. Yeah. So that's I why mean, I like to go somewhere and just reset real quick. Yeah. So. For me, it was a thing of like, I wanted to sleep in later so that the days were shorter so that I could just get to the next day. But then the next day would start and I'm like, well, it's the same fucking shit all over again. 
So I started like running more and I started like going out more and just like, just even if it's like on walks and what have you, just to like feel more sane because I, I have really bad anxiety and OCD. So most of my day is arguing with my brain that I'm fine or that like, it's like one side of my brain knows that like, no, you don't have thyroid cancer. And then the other side's like, but what if I'm like, no, 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 here we go. And then it's like, but what? It's all day, every day. So it's been hard being inside all the time for me, definitely. And I'm one of those people where I can just get stuck in my little cave, in my little house. Like, I won't leave. I will just be in here and be totally fine, take my bath, play my Switch. I mean, granted, I did just watch, like, the news. I'll catch up on the news. But, like, if I'm just going to, like, passively watch something or or in general, like, that's why I've been watching Drag Race. Yeah. It's a, it's a lighthearted, happy show. Mm-hmm. So, um, my mom has, still has um, Disney Plus free trial for the month. So I, I yeah. did 101 Dalmatians the other day. Like little things that uh, bring me back to my childhood. Or mm-hmm. something really funny. I took it to the place of, because I got Hulu and it's amazing because I can watch everything. But then when the commercials come, they're like... <laughs> The CDC wants you to wear a mask. And I'm like, no, yeah, I know I do that. But right now I'm sitting inside and I'm trying to not think about that. So then I was like, I'm going to pay to not have commercials. Best money I ever spent. You'd think that this is a Hulu ad, but it's not. (laughs) Lock that shit out, girl. It's gone. (laughs) I was was just saying it this morning. I was like, there's not enough weed to get me through 2020. Not enough. Like it's there's there's not enough. There's not enough. The amount of weed I have smoked in this quarantine is not okay. <laughs> the ounces that my little lungs have that COVID can't even get in here. There's so much resin built up on these lungs, it would enter and it'd be like, I don't even know where to go. I just gotta leave now. So what would happen? Listen, seriously, this shit is fucking insane, but I'll just I know it's not going to be forever. Right. Um, I do, I do, I do put some thought into like that. They want us to just be extra cautious as careful as, as possible. So it's like yeah. they're telling us like a lot more, but you know, I do take it to account like, okay, like if other countries got their shit together by now, eventually we'll get our shit together. We're just, yeah. We just need to like stay inside for a bit, get the numbers back down. Cause I feel like everybody kind of got a little loosey goosey and then it kind of, all shut down at once and so that's, yeah. that's what should have happened and, and could have happened yeah um, and so once and hopefully if that ha- that is done I think we'll get to a good place but at the same time I am worried about this upcoming you know winter is coming <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't go back up you know because that's what they were saying that it does like the cold it doesn't like the heat yeah so, so what's gonna happen as yeah the summer months come to an end. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to watch my Hulu in the meantime. Um, so the two... Drag Race. That's how huh? I it. Go you watch want... Drag Race season one through six. I need to redo it all. What season are you on now? Seven. I've been re-watching Real Housewives of New York from the beginning, and it's been amazing. I know. I'm going to do that next. We just did an interview with... Um, uh, Martin Snow, he's from, yeah, New York. He's a trainer now on the new season, which mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not even watching, but he's hilarious. He's oh, amazing. 
Where did yeah. you do the interview? Well, that was like the last interview we could do on AfterBuzz before they went ghost. I know. Oh man, AfterBuzz is shut down right now, and I, I just like, like that was it for for some of us hosts. That was like the only little thing we had. So now it's just like, okay, well, what else am I supposed to do besides masturbate? <laughs> I don't know. Start your own damn show. <laughs> you know that, that's what I'm saying. Like, just have your own create your own content. That's what I've been doing. I've ca- I keep myself busy with my blog. And yeah. Where can everybody find you, follow you, read your stuff? Okay. Yes. You can follow me at Jerosalyn Diva, J-E-R-O-S-L-Y-N. That's on Instagram. On Twitter, it's Jerosalyn Diva 08. Um, I also have my own blog, The True 100, and it's at The True 100 un- underscore on Instagram. And I use my blog to still report on like what's going on um mm-hmm. as it relates to like urban pop culture but also kind of just the things that i like media that matters is like a little hashtag i use mm-hmm. um just, you know and, and even then out sometimes i'll need like a little break from just the craziness but at the yeah. same time i like having my blog because it at least still one i'm a good writer so it keeps me going like exercising my talent and at the same time creating conversations which is important you know, we keep talking about things educating ourselves yeah saying woke not a joke Mm-mm. and um I, I at least do my part with that and then yeah. i have a commerce store which is bringing me some passive income um supplyify it's the word supplied and then add iffy ify and um that i i did that at the start of quarantine and it's been good to me with bringing me money we love um, money They'll just continue to grow on its own. And I think that's kind of what you can do these days is just look at ways to invest your money. Like don't, don't passively spend your money, spend your money in a way that it'll come back to you as an ROI and continue to get to know yourself, exercise your creativity um, and be kind to yourself and others. That's literally all. And because, and you don't even have to really smile because I'm loving that now with the mask. That's like, that's like the dad joke that I say to every person. I'm like, I'm smiling, but you can't even see. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good one. Stay safe. And then I leave. <laughs> Especially like in the morning, I'm not really like a morning person. Sometimes I'll go, I'll order Starbucks down the block and I'll go pick it up. And then someone's like, Hey, good morning. And I'm like, good morning. But they don't know. They don't know. Good morning. <laughs> it's like, good morning. Like the smizing of the eyes, Tyra would be so proud of us. No, but I'm so ready for this shit to be over. I'm my mustache is sweating. I know. I'll put on a full face of makeup, and then I go to the store, and I'm like, "What's the point? It's all inside my mask now." And you can't like, you, it's not good to wear lipstick on it because the smudges all over your face. I learned that. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Um, the two questions that I always ask all of my podcast guests: If you could tell your younger self anything, what would you tell her? Trust the process, Jerusalem. It's all going to happen in due time. Don't stress yourself out. And if you were standing at a podium with a microphone talking to the entire world, what would you say to them? Wow. Okay. Uh, standing at a podium, talking to the whole world, what would I say? Um... Love yourself, have a drink, (laughs) 
and um, sleep well. I love it. That's, that's about it. I think, I think those are the keys to life. I like that you like took a second to think and then you leaned back into the podium mic to let us know. <laughs> Love yourself. Drink well. Sleep well. I can see it in my head. <laughs> All you need. You need love, a little alcohol, and some good fucking sleep. Oh my God. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, my love. And I'm so happy I was able to talk to you about this. Keep just chill out. He might come back around. And even if he doesn't, I don't need him. You don't need him. Need yourself. Like I said, like get into your own zone. It's all going to come to you. It actually already exists in another universe. You can think of it like that. Yeah, absolutely. You're like giving birth to your fourth baby. That's true. Oh, well, if you want to stay tuned on what I'm doing, make sure to uh, come subscribe to my Patreon. The, it is patreon.com slash Kate's exclusive content. I uh, put the episodes up early. I also put videos up early. Um, if you're not already following me, follow me everywhere at Kate's. And uh, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. Go out, be the best person you can be, and suck as much dick as you possibly can. Bye, y'all.